Welcome to The Rock Church and World Outreach Center. We pray that this message will strengthen and encourage you. Now here's a message from one of the pastors here at The Rock. You know, I kind of have an embarrassing story. Um, when I was a little bit younger and foolish, um, I took uh, my wife on a date. And I don't know if it's a man thing. I don't know if it's a pride thing. Men don't like to ask for directions. They don't ask for help. They say, I got this. So I was in my car, and we were probably going somewhere uh, on a date, and I wanted to look really, really cool and important. But I saw my gas gauge running out of tank, out of gas. And I said to myself, you know what? I'll pull off when I see, uh, you know, a gas station, and I'm good. I got this. And my wife was cluing into my thinking, and she said, I don't think it's wise to keep on going. And of course, I said, babe, hey, I got this. I know how this car works. Man, we will not run out of gas. And lo and behold, guess what happened? I ran out of gas, and it was really embarrassing to go walk to the nearest gas station, find a gas tank, come back to much of my humility, uh, having to hang my head low, turn to my wife, and my wife telling me, I told you so. What an embarrassment. Sometimes we put ourselves in an opportunity that we really don't want to find ourselves, and especially commuting somewhere far or long distance, or we're on a trip and we don't want to ask for directions, or we don't want to stop for gas because we have to get there. There's something in us, especially men, that is driven to say we have to get there. And sometimes that leads to a demise or a breakdown or, in my case, a gas depletion that I never recovered until I got my tank filled up. Remember what I said week nine of this pandemic. You might be feeling that you're weak and weary of this, doing life different, doing life the way we're doing it. Today, you're going to receive direction through this disruption. Did you hear me? You're going to receive direction through this disruption. You're going to be able to recalibrate your heart and your mind to be able to see that God wants to replenish you and refuel you. Sometimes we deal with stress at different levels. Before this pandemic came in, I don't know of how your tank was filled. Was it filled to the top? Were you at reserve level? Were you midpoint? Or were you barely at the bottom of the barrel of your gas tank? Somebody said it this way, that you know what? We're all in the same boat. Well, I beg to differ. This pandemic hit us. And it took us like a storm. And we might 
not all be in the same boat because some boats are different. I would say this. We're all in the same storm, but we're in different boats. What does that mean? Some of us have had a saving. Some of us have had replenishment. Some of us had a reserve. Some of us have experienced some tremendous losses. And your reserve level is waning to depletion. Some of us had no reserves. Some of us were in yachts. Some of us were in rowboats. Some of us are on driftwood, just barely hanging on, can't wait for the storm to be over. I'm here to tell you, whatever boat you're in, God is here ready to fill you up. God has the ability to take something out of nothing and, do, and take a depleted asset like fuel. And this could be emotional, this could be physical, this could be spiritual. But tonight, you're going to be filled up by the power of the Holy Spirit and through the Word of God that we're going to be proclaiming to you. You might not understand. You might not understand the situation you're in. Some of you tonight are saying, you know what, Pastor? I'm done. I'm fed up with this shutdown. I'm fed up with the face mask. I'm fed up with social distancing. I want to see people. I want to touch people. I want to hug people. I understand that. Maybe you might feel like this little picture I seen of Mona Lisa. And this Mona Lisa picture is a type of what they, we, they this person put together a montage of stages of quarantine. If you look at the Mona Lisa from the original all the way down, it's funny how this pandemic has even wore her down. You might be all right. You might be so-so, or you might just be hanging on. But get ready, because God's going to fill you up. How is he going to do that? Through his word and through his spirit. I'm going to stay basically on the Psalms 23. This Psalms 23 is going to challenge you, but I'm going to jump around a little bit. Psalms 23 is a perfect Psalms to launch from. Because as we wait for the church to open, we need to understand the renewing and redefining and refining of ourself is a Holy Spirit recalibration that will bring lasting change in you and me. Maybe this is why God put us back into our homes. So we can't depend on others for our spiritual vitality. Although we love to preach to you, we love to, to give you the word of God, we love to be here in season and out of season to declare the word of God. Some of you are having to be hunkered down and now be able to give to your family as leaders of your own homes and bringing your children under that covering. My challenge to you is refreshing is coming. My challenge to you is you Need to be filled up. What does that mean? That's my message tonight. You need to be filled up. If your time 
is lacking and your time management is at disarray and you don't know how to handle life because there's no more gas in the tank. I'm here to declare to you this evening that Jesus is in control and he's ready to fill your tank with the power of the Holy Spirit coming through this microphone onto the internet and broadcasting that God is the one that fills people. God is the one that heals people. God is the one that takes an empty tank and refills it again. This is why my first point is this, that if your tank is empty, then it's time for God to heal your empty leaks of what's causing your tank to be depleted. When we understand this, we understand that this global pandemic has put us in this position to understand that the Holy Spirit wants something from all of us. He needs something from you. This is why the book of Timothy, chapter 1, verse 6, says this. I remind you, Paul saying to Timothy, to fan the gift of God and fan aflame the gift of God that is on you, Timothy, that was given by the Holy Spirit by laying out of hands. Another translation is to rekindle afresh. That that means that Paul was coaching Timothy to, man, when you feel depleted, when you feel your tank is getting empty, when you need a fill-up, remind yourself, Timothy, that the Holy Spirit is here to fan the flame of the gospel, of your calling that will hit your emotion, hit your physical person, hit your spirit, and ignite you like a flame. That's why Romans chapter 12, verse 11 and, and, and verses 11 and 12 say this, don't burn out. Keep yourselves fueled and aflame. Don't quit. Did you hear me, church? Don't quit in hard times. Instead, this is what James says, or Romans says, to be praying at all times. The fan of the Holy Spirit is upon us because the flame of God is in us. And even though we might be emotionally drained, physically exhausted. Maybe we've been depleted from losses and we're tired of this. That the Holy Spirit is encouraging us this evening to God wants you to be filled up. He wants you not to quit. He wants you to pray even harder. He wants you to hunker down in your private moments and say, God, show up. God, fill me up. God, ignite me and ignite my family because I don't like the conditions I'm seeing, but I know and I believe, and you do too that are listening, that God has a better plan. And God has a better plan. He always has and he always will. When we look at this lessons of those that need to be refueled. I'm reminded of a text 
in Matthew chapter 25, parable of the ten virgins. It's a classic scripture that we have taught on for many, many years. The parable of the ten virgins is really a typology of the second coming of Christ to prepare our hearts. But notice in the text that he called these virgins some wise and some foolish. And the reason why he called some wise and some foolish is because of what the Word of God declares. Let's read it. Matthew chapter 25, verses 3 to 4. The foolish ones were the ones that took the lamp and did not take any oil with them. What does that mean? That means they were running on an empty tank. They ran because they were supposed to be prepped to get married to the bridegroom, and they were waiting, and there was a division among them, some that were prepared and some that weren't prepared. The ones that weren't prepared were operating at an empty tank because they didn't refuel. They were in need of a fill-up. So my encouragement to you this evening is that if you're in need of a fill-up, don't go run out there and chasing everything to try to create something that you can't do. You can't heal people. You can't solve people's problems. We can't even solve our own. But I know one who can, and that's God who has to come upon you to give you the wisdom of what to do and how to do it so you don't run out of gas. When we understand these losses are many, some of you are suffering no more work. Some of your resources are depleting. All throughout the Bible, we see characters in the Bible like Jacob who wrestled with God in Genesis chapter 25. And when he wrestled with God, he was out-wrestled by God because God wanted to change who he was. He was Jacob, the tripper-upper, trickster. And God changed him into a man of God that was truthful and honest. Moses was a very angry man. He had temper problems. But in Exodus 2, God went and showed up before him. And he commanded the children of Israel to be free. And he led them into the promised land. We see Samson and Eli. Eli ruled over Israel, was hopelessly incredible, incapable father who had sons that lived and poisoned the temple with their bad behavior. And he met an untimely death because they ran out of gas. They stopped listening to the Lord. Saul, at the first light, Saul was a compassionate, very moral man, but there was a downgrade in his spirit where he turned to psychics and mediums and he let outbursts of anger and depression and Pandoria overcome him where he took his own life. Throughout the Bible, we see even David saying this, 
David, although being a friend of, man, of God, was concealed his adultery and even his murderous ways where there's generational curses jumped on his son Solomon. And he is the sex addicts of all sex addicts in the Bible. Over a thousand concubines and tried to live with all this blessing and all this abundance with his own mindset with his own power, with his own capacity, and he ran out of gas. Out throughout the Bible, we see time and time again, there is intentionality for God to deplete, do God, for God to fill our souls, for God to deplete everything that is not of him and fill you with everything that is of him. Well, so here's the question. It's time for a fill-up. Here's my question to you. If it's time for a fill-up, then you have to what? I got three points. You have to do what? If you're feeling like you have an empty tank, if you're feeling that you can't go any longer, if you're on the verge and the brink of destructions, I want to bring a comforting word to you. If you're feeling this way, then you have to let God fix what is leaking. How does God do that? Psalms 23, verse 1. He says this, The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. What does that tell me? It tells me that David, even though being king, even though being a ruler, even though being a warrior, in this psalms, he sees God as a good shepherd. And this good shepherd takes care of depleted sheep. This good shepherd, he wrote in the text, I, David, am putting myself under the chief shepherd and our chief shepherd's Jesus, where I will lack nothing. Pastor, that's a hard reality. Yes, it is. Because Exodus says this, For I am the God that heals you. Jeremiah 30, 17 says this, I am the God that restores you. I am the God that brings you restoration and hope. When you're feeling weak and you need healing and you need God, then you depend on Him to heal you, to fill you up to give you comfort in the time of your own brokenness, to patch your tank, to dip all this thing that you're suffering lost. Lord, I'm ready for a fill-up. If you're in that position, God wants to do this. God wants to restore you. He wants you to now live in a new normal. You know what a new normal is? Here's the new normal. And I'm declaring this over you tonight. The new normal is a dependency on Almighty God. That's the new normal. No more depending on government systems and their bailouts, the systems that men have created for religion and finding God. Our dependency is on the Word of God declared, and my new normal is that I will always depend on him. When that's your new normal, then you're going to say, like David said in Psalms 1, 
The Lord is my shepherd. I need nothing else. You don't need anything else. But pastor, you don't know how much I'm suffering. You don't know what I lost. You're right. I probably don't, but God does, and God can replenish it. God is the God of restoration. He has always been. From the beginning, he said in Genesis 1, he said to this, to mankind, mankind, I create you. Now go flourish the earth and restore and replenish. That was a mandate from the beginning, and that's our mandate today. Will you please cry out to the God that restores the brokenhearted and heals the brokenhearted? Restoration is a process. So if your gas is, tank is leaking, you need to let God to fill up the holes, or else you could fill it up with everything, money, opportunity, and power. Oh, guess what? We have seen that, and that has been found wanting. This global pandemic has a ripple effect of finances and leadership and morality that is extending beyond this pandemic because people's issues have gotten the best of them and they haven't had, had let God heal them and restore them. Please don't get into squabbles and fights. Please don't be breaking out. They say all the studies are shown, shown right now that, that violence is up in the home, that suicide is up in the home, that these people are going crazy in their home being confined. Well, I declare over you today, I declare the word of God over you today, it's time for God to heal us. It's time for God to restore us. Steve Arterburn said this. It's clear that this, that it's clear that preserving through difficulty and pain is God's ordained path to maturity. This is helping us grow up. This has helped us not to depend on what was dependable. This is helping us to depend on him. Point number two. If it's time, it's time for a fill-up when we have to see that our fuel tank is running low. Psalms 23, back to there. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me behind still waters. He refreshes and restores my soul. God is in the restoration business. He's in what Jeremiah 31 says. I will satisfy the weary soul. I'll replenish every languish and the sorrow of every person. And that's your promise, my friend. What's, your, what's the promise, pastor? Right there, Jeremiah 31, 25. That he will satisfy your weary soul. He will replenish your weary soul. He will heal your languish. And he will heal your sorrow. God is dependable. And this dependable, that when our reserves are running low, that he will help fill us up. It is time for the Holy Spirit to fill our tank. It is time for the Holy Spirit to fill us up. And when he fills us up, we go to three, third point. We build up a reserve. What's that? Build up a reserve means... Reason why some of you are having challenges today, 
with this global pandemic is because your reserves low, were very depleted. You didn't have the disciplines that you needed. I get that. There's disciplines throughout the Bible that they teach us. Some of us think that us pastors know everything. I'm one that knows nothing. I'm totally dependent on him. But I do know one thing. Early on in my life, the Lord was showing me disciplines that help replenish my spirit. One of them is prayer. Another one is word, the word of God. Another one is journaling. Another one is seeking the Lord in the downtime. So when hard times come, I'm operating from a reserve and not a depleted tank. Some of you, your tank is really low and you need the Holy Spirit to fill you back up. You need the Word of God to fill you up. You don't need to be watching television. You don't need to be watching all the news reports. You need to crack open the Word of God and in the Word of God, this Word of God is going to refresh, replenish, and restore your soul. Start with the book of Psalms. Start in the beginning. Start with the book of John. Open up the Bible and let God speak to you. And then let him speak to your low reserves. And let him fill you up and have a God encounter right there in your room. If God is challenging you and he's convicting you, this is what you need to do. Look up because your salvation is close. Look up. Refreshing is near. You know, when the church was birthed, it was birthed in Acts chapter 2. And throughout that whole chapter, there was a resurgence of the power of the Holy Spirit spreading the gospel all over. And the Bible says this about the new believers. The reason why they lit up the world is because they were filled up with Jesus. You will make lasting change to yourself and to others when your tank is full. Full. Back to point three. You need to give reserves. Let God fill you to overflowing. What does the text say? Psalms 23, 5. The Lord prepares a table in the presence of my enemies. Lies my, may, lies, helps me lie down in green pastures. He quiets me by still waters and restores my soul. Psalms 23, 5. Talk about building up reserves. He prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. And there it is. My cup overflows. Will you today understand that God wants to fill your soul? John says this. On the last day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out. He says, if anyone's thirsty, let him come and drink. Whoever believes in me in the scripture, the scripture says... I will fill his heart with overflowing living water. That was a promise of Jesus. We see the promises are yes and amen. Acts said this, and this is where we're all at. Acts chapter 3, verse 19. Therefore, repent so your sins may be wiped away in order for refreshing times to come in the presence of the Lord. There needs to be a radical shift in your spirit. There needs to be a radical shift in your emotion. You need to stop thinking and acting the way you're thinking and acting. And you need to start zeroing in on what God wants you to do and how God wants you to do it. 
if your tank is being filled up, then my question for you is how are you giving to others? Where is that reserve happening? The reserve needs to be a vital component of your spiritual and emotional health. Someone said this, and I'm going to quote it, and I'm ending with this. Predictability is an important to stress reducer. When everything is changing, don't slip into sloppiness. Routines help you develop a resilience of predictability that creates stability and structure and creates steadiness. The only thing that's going to fill up your tank and calm your storm is Jesus Christ and being filled with the steadiness of his word, the steadiness of his Holy Spirit, these God encounters that you need to find in him. I'm going to do this. I'm going to ask you to practice this principle this week. What's the principle, Pastor? Practice the three-by-five principle. It's a very easy principle. Anybody can do it. Any child can do it. Any adult can do it. Any teenager could do it. Three by five means this. And this is, we're taking baby steps to fill up our tank. Here's the baby step. Principle number one, pray. Pray. Pray for five minutes. You ask God. You seek God and say, God, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what to do. I don't know where to find a job. I don't know. I'm collapsing emotionally. I don't feel physically well. You're crying out to God. Step number one, five minutes. Step number two, open up your word of God. Open up the Bible. Read for five minutes. You read. And when you open up the Bible, you're going to start seeing some of the scriptures that I'm saying. Write some of those scriptures down and rehearse them. Reread them. Five minutes in the word. And then five minutes, end it, three by five. Three by five is this. You end it with worship. And I guarantee you, I'm talking to somebody that needs a soul refresher and a fill-up. I'm talking to some of you today that are depleted and you're weak and you're ready to give up. If you do these three things, listen to me. If you do these three things, cry out to the Lord. Open up his word and declare his worship. The Holy Spirit will fill your soul with overflowing, bubbling over, power-inducing to give you beyond your own inabilities, your own talent, and your own sphere of influence, and he will overflow you. And I guarantee you, some of you will be on the floor weeping before the maker and saying, Jesus, how good you are to me. Yes, nine weeks of pandemic. We might go another nine, but I'm committed to fill my tank. How about you? I'm committed that if my reserves are low, fill me up, Lord. I'm committed that if my, I got a full tank, I'm ready to give. And I'm ready to be a blessed man, to be a blessing to others. When we understand this, then we understand the mind of God. Thank you for listening to the Rock Church and World Outreach Center. If this message spoke to you, please share it with us. We'd love to hear from you. You can find more information at www.rockchurch.com.